the bottom of the second here. We got a crafty righty on the mound, Rusty Joe Williams. He's got a good mix of sinker slider combo. It's a uh, high 60 miles an hour. And look, uh, coming to the plate here, we got Four Loco Dave. He's, he's known to show up to the game a little tipsy sometimes, but it doesn't stop him from hitting some triples into the gap. So let's see. Yeah, then we got a ball. It's wild. It's going to the backstop. We got some runners. They're going, they're going, they're going. And Clint doesn't got an arm. He can't throw out anyone there. I'm allowed to say that because I know who he is. We're going to call it right there. <laughs> This is Will Lyons from the Community Gardens and Urban Agriculture Program, and you're listening to I Left My Park in San Francisco, the official podcast of your San Francisco Rec and Park Department. We explore fun, quirky, and obscure stories from San Francisco's parks. Here's your host and general manager of SF Rec and Park, Phil Ginsberg. Baseball has always been considered America's pastime, and one group of dedicated players in Golden Gate Park take the game to historic levels. The Bay Area Vintage Baseball League plays by the rules of 1886, when the bats weighed 40 ounces and players were called exclusively by their nicknames, which are earned over the course of the season. Each vintage team is outfitted in uniforms replicated from the 1880s, and the equipment consists of balls, gloves, bats, and bases made to look, feel, and perform as they did when the game was still homegrown. Today's episode is taking us all the way back to to 1886, when Golden Gate Park was just 16 years young. We talked with some vintage players called ballists and sat down with the president of the league to discuss the evolution of baseball rules and how to celebrate without high fives. Our guest today is Matt Ranger Petty, a veteran of vintage baseball and president of the Bay Area Vintage Baseball League. Ranger plays for the San Francisco Pacifics, a team entering its 12th season in a 14-year-old league. Let's talk about vintage baseball and what it is. So vintage baseball, in a sense, was a little bit of a laboratory for the modern day game. Absolutely, yeah. The game was changing so much in 1886. I mean, it was the first year that you could steal bases. The first couple of years when they actually pitched overhand, you used to have to pitch underhand. Every year they would come out with a new batch of rules that sort of modified how you played the game and led to what we have now. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in vintage baseball. So I was looking for the right fit for me to play baseball in an environment that wasn't like, you know, super competitive and was more about recreation and having fun and meeting people. And I just happened to meet the manager of the Pacifics. I think the the minute he mentioned that he played in a vintage baseball league, I knew that that was my destiny. <laughs> okay, so Pacifics are playing the Dublin Aces. You rip your first single, you end up scoring a run, and you give uh, your teammate a high five. No. What do you mean, no? Do not do that. Why? <laughs> they weren't quite invented yet. You see, you could throw out a, a big old huzzah. So do that. Huzzah! Huzzah! Hip, hip, huzzah! Hip, hip, huzzah! Hip, hip, huzzah! All right, I like that. So you're playing at Big Rec in Golden Gate Park. Now, baseball started at Big Rec in 1890, so this was the type of baseball that was played. Do you see or feel ghosts? 
I don't know that I do, but I definitely appreciate Big Rec as a baseball venue because it's a legit vintage baseball venue. There's no outfield fences. The fans are actually on the field. And when I say fans, I should be saying cranks because that's what the fans are referred to as cranks. They're referred to as cranks. I thought umpires were referred to as cranks. They're cranky, but they're sewers. The spirit of this gentleman's game is moderated by the umpire called the Sir, who sports a top hat and coattails. There will be no cursing or arguing with the Sir. His calls are final. I am Carl Gibbs. I'm the umpire, or as they referred to him in 1886, the Sir. First memory was coming here not knowing anybody, just being told, okay, come to Big Rec Field at noon, we need an umpire. I didn't know if I needed a costume or not, or whether these guys played in costumes or t-shirts and jeans, but I cobbled together a simple Edwardian suit, not quite as fine as the one I'm wearing now and uh, felt like a, like an outsider on BART coming over here. But when I came over and I was walking across the field there, the team uh, from Oakland, who was their foe that day, were all doing calisthenics out in left field. As I walked out on the field in this costume, they all stopped for a moment, doffed their caps, and said, good afternoon, sir. I realized I had made the right move. It's not just the old-fashioned costumes that appeal to him. It's also the old-fashioned civility. I like to think of it as baseball without jerks. The team comes from all walks of life, but are abound by a love of the gentleman's game. Despite Despite their differences, there is camaraderie in spades. Charlie over there is 59 years old, and uh, Colt there is about 21. The first step back in time can feel a little awkward. I take this thing home, go home, put it on, open up the door. My little daughter's standing there, and she just bursts out laughing. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's about right. And then my wife saw me, and she's like, are you going to sell ice cream too? But it's the sportsmanship that keeps ballists coming back to the past. This was back when it was just a really pure game. Um, people, you know, had regular jobs. If they weren't playing, you know, they loved playing. Um, they, they really just encompassed what it was about fairness, um, being gentlemen in a sport, you know. When it comes down to it, this is the ethos of baseball. It, it takes it back to when it was a simple game. The game also provides a share of exhilarating moments and indelible memories. It's a really tight game, and one of my guys, who's not known for being the greatest athlete in the world, got up the bat and he hit this ball into center field, and it bounced right in front of the center fielder, and I had a guy on second who scored all the way, you know, from second to home, and we won the game in what's called a walk off hit and we all come running out into the middle of the field and we we're jumping around and celebrating like we'd won the World Series and it was like one of the greatest things that I had ever felt in this league and you know there was a lot of people watching the game and they were really cheering for us and stuff so it was great. You remember like really good catches. You remember really good defensive plays. That's a given given base right there. Yeah. I mean they're in the I see it both ways. But. Last year, the league was invited to play vintage ball at San Quentin State Prison. It was a profound opportunity that made an impression on both teams. We were able to actually sit in the dugout with some of the inmates and just really just immediately get to bond over baseball, talk some shop about, you know, how the Giants weren't doing so hot and, you know, that type of thing. And just really it came away with this sense of how basically baseball can unite people from many different backgrounds. Just the fact that we're able to connect and play a game of baseball and, you know, let whatever was in their past be the past and just be able to, like, meet each of these people as people. I think you very rarely have that sense in such a condensed way. The best thing about baseball is, is it's so universal. So what's in it for the fans? We asked eight-year-old Emerson and his dad, Ross. We live in the neighborhood, so we come through here all the time and we see them out playing. So my older son and I and Emerson and I have watched games 
They have super tiny gloves. They're just like batting gloves almost. I was tired of sitting on the bleachers. Put me in, coach. We are at uh, Historic Big Rec where we've been playing baseball since the 1880s and I am dressed in a uniform belonging to the San Francisco Eagles that was apparently San Francisco's first professional baseball team that might weigh about 45 pounds. It's wool, it's hot and itchy, but it is super cool. Think Babe Ruth meets Hunter Pence, and that's what I'm dressed like with the talent of neither of them. Uh, well, I was in the box. I uh, made the big mistake of swinging at the first pitch, but it was right there. My overall impression is, is that it doesn't matter whether you're playing 1886 rules or 2018 rules. Baseball's baseball. To learn more about joining the Bay Area Vintage Baseball League, go to BAVBB.com or come to Big Rec in Golden Gate Park on a Sunday afternoon. These folks aren't hard to spot. Women and men from across the Bay Area are encouraged to join. That's it for today. Now get out and play.